Heckling fandom, I know it's sad that fantasy football is over, but fear not. DFS playoffs are here, so let's do it. The wild card round DFS rounds are upon us. It's time for Garbage Time. Guys, welcome into Garbage Time Fantasy Football tonight. We are joined by Ron, the Fantasy Specter Seymour. That's right, guys. He actually showed up to a show. And we are joined by a special guest, BFFL, breathing fantasy hey football, literally, EJ, hey man. showing us up with his camera over there. How are you doing tonight, EJ? Hey, all good, man. Hey, thanks, uh, Ron and, uh, and Joe, for having me on here with you guys on Garbage Time. Uh, this is cool, man. I love that intro. <laughs> I'm sure you guys uh, Glad you like that. Like it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys get a lot of good guests on here. So it's an honor to come on and hang out and just chit chat, talk some best ball playoffs or just regular DFS, DraftKings. My head's in multiple different directions, man. I love this week. This is such a grind week for oh, uh, best ball. So I love it. Yeah, no. And you by far have the best setup of any guests we've had on the show. That is just baller back there we see the green bay Packers stuff there too jj may have some things to say about that in the comments i'm sure he's probably going to be hanging around here actually i got my boy cha-cha cha-cha that's my boy cha-cha says yo 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 bffl in the house i'm sure he's going to have some smart hey. things to say there, right i'll tell you man uh my buddy cha-cha there he's been a good like we work as a team looking over lineups galaxy braining and uh it's really a solid way to if you don't do many lineups like we're going to look at tonight i don't know i don't know how many you guys do on a regular basis but in general it's good to just break them down and see what makes sense so so yeah. competitively we like to throw dfs lineups against each other we cut that out a little bit in the podcast this year just for time's sake um, we would give them some weeks but going up against each other competitively there was some weeks where we really were alternating scores so it was really fun going up against each other um, I had some good weeks too where I would go cash positive, so I did all right in DFS. But it's nice that we have EJ on tonight, really as a DFS specialist, because that's really what he likes in fantasy, and this is his realm. We said we were going to take a month off. Obviously, we're Ryan. We're one week later, and we're doing DFS lineups with EJ. So, guys, if you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Make sure to leave your comments live down here, especially if you are part of EJ's posse. We like the comments live on the show. We will get them live on the show for you, too. We are also live on Twitch and Twitter. And you can leave your voicemails and hate mails for us at www.garbagetimeff.com. You boys ready to get into the news? Uh, yeah, I just want to say one thing. It's that time of year again where we're going to be, like Joe said, we're probably going to take a month, maybe two, mostly off. We'll probably do some here and there. But when we come back, we'll be prepping for the sabotage. NFL mock draft. That's our baby. And what Ron's not telling you is he's going to take a month or two off. I'm going to get the itch and probably still produce shot. Let's get into the news. Come on now. News updates. The first news we have tonight is obviously EJ. So, 
EJ, I wanted to drop this to you first before we got into the actual NFL news. Obviously, your YouTube channel is breathing fantasy football, literally. Um, are you more of a commenter down there? Are you more of a YouTuber? What's really your YouTube channel about? All right. Um, it's basically, I know this may sound crazy, but it's a DFS vlog. It's like me vlogging. It's I have no bankroll, really. So I'm just trying to grind and I'm showing lineups. Uh, I even wrote DraftKings. I said, hey, am I allowed to like just share some lineups while I'm like galaxy branding, brainstorming? And they said, as long as it's your lineup, we don't care. So I took that as not many people like the big guys. I don't know if you ever, ever heard of Al Smizzle. And I don't want to talk bad about anyone. But the bigger guys, they mostly just show you a build. They talk. But mine's mostly like a vlog. And I just... I don't know. It's like chicken scratch kind of a live stream, but I'm not really in the chats. When you guys saw me, I was just trying to connect and talk and I'm down to talk to anybody about fantasy, but yeah, we love that too, man. Welcome to the heckling fandom. Uh, Where can they find your vlog? EJ, you want to just advertise that out there? Uh, Sure, man. It's just breathing fantasy football, literally. And I mostly only do DFS DraftKings lineups underdog i'm partnered with underdog fantasy and it's really cool <laughs> that was a cool thing to do with them and yeah i love doing the drafts and recording drafts so yeah that's where that's where we're at breathing fantasy football literally um i do have a twitch or twitch and twitter surf your turf yeah that's awesome man anything else you'd like to say um uh, i mean about the brand it's Absolutely. I don't think many people uh, understand my version of looking at DFS. I like to do very GPP. It's to the moon or we're getting buried in a coffin, man. Those are my kind of lineups. And I love to play that way because if you go back and you – and I only play like big tournaments, lottery. I mean, I understand they're like lottery type of plays. Like you were saying, your buddy's uh, dad with the best ball, man. It's just so crazy. I, you don't even want to know the guy that won it. You want, you want me to tell you the guy that won it for best ball? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He won it with a naked, naked Russell Wilson. Ooh. And that Russell Wilson made it all the way. And his backup quarterbacks was Jordan Love. I, I don't know why he drafted Jordan Love. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was a starter. And he had Russell. I don't know how this guy made it. There was no way he was going to hold uh, with all due respect to DeMar Hamlin and what happened there. <laughs> There's no way this guy would have held, but he won it. And it's so crazy to see what can happen in this type of uh, entertainment. I like to call it entertainment. Yeah, it is entertainment. And best ball is a whole different kind of fantasy football. It honestly is. And you need a lot of luck and a lot of ingenuity and forecasting to actually end up winning best ball. So it's something... I dabble in, like I said, but definitely is not my forte. Uh, first little I bit of news. That. Yeah, absolutely. First little bit of news we have tonight. I'll flip this over to Ron. DeAndre Hopkins is apparently on the trade market there for the Arizona Cardinals. So who may be interested, Ron? Uh, what's the future fantasy outlook for DeAndre Hopkins going into the future at age 31? Oh, uh, he may be age 31, but when he was on the field last year, this past season, he still has it. He's still one of the top wide receivers in the game. He hasn't really lost anything yet. He was never a super speed guy, so you never really had to worry about 
you're not worried about that, but he's still going to get those contested contested catches. So I think pretty much anywhere he goes, he's going to be fa- fantasy valuable next year. You have a prediction? Uh, not an unbiased one at the moment. My, I have heard, I have heard of report that the Giants are in consideration, <laughs> but I mean that could just because my Twitter is Giants based, with mostly mostly Giants based things. <laughs> my unbiased opinion right now is um, I think he's a good fit for the New England Patriots, unfortunately, and I would not want to see that. They really don't have a lot of wide receivers there. They only have three under contract going into this year too. And there's not going to be a lot of decent wide receiver free agents out there this season. There's a few, but not many. Um, And he kind of just feels like someone that could fit that offense and they could really use another red zone target for Mac Jones. And I hate it. And I hope that's not what happens. Lamar Jackson's contract seems to be a sticking point. Uh, Will it be worked out in the offseason, Ron, or is this going to end up leading to a holdout? I think if it doesn't get worked out, they'll franchise tag him. I'm not 100% sure if he'll play on this franchise tag or not. Um, It'll come down to that, whether it's a holdout or not. I mean, I don't think with him being injured, missing the last five or six weeks, whatever it's been, they still made the playoffs. And I don't know if they're going to want to pay him the money that he wants. EJ, you like playing Lamar Jackson in your uh, lineups for DraftKings? No. It is <laughs> I'll tell you this. I did 75 best ball playoff drafts so far, and I have this much Lamar Jackson. Ron has got a man crush on Lamar Jackson. Loves I didn't drafting draft him in his dynasty and Listen, draft leagues. For, for fantasy football, if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy, he's one of the best players to pick just because of the rushing floor. When these quarterbacks are getting one point for every 10 rushing yards and they're consistently running for 60, 70 yards a game, they're really good to have for fantasy. EJ, do you think Lamar Jackson's overrated? Hey, uh, 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 no, but I misunderstood what you guys first said. I thought you were talking about for the playoffs. I mean, for Dynasty next season, Lamar Jackson, yeah, I, I would draft him, of course. I didn't know what you guys meant. I thought you meant, like, he may play this week. I, I don't think he's playing this week. So No, I don't think he is either. No, probably not. I don't think so either. Uh, is he overrated? Man, uh, no, he's still young. As long as he's confined – as long as he doesn't have a, a serious injury long-term, it seems like this is something that they knew – uh, may take actually longer with the knee. But I think he's all right, man. I, I think he should have taken the contract. Didn't wasn't he offered a contract? Uh, he was. Yeah, I mean, I did. he wanted that Deshaun yeah, Watson money. He's still gonna get something. Um, it. I don't know if uh, Huntley is the answer, and seems like they just have a whole list of guys that may fill in that Lamar Jackson shoes, but. They may not be the same guy that they had. They went from a very different system from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. You see Joe Flacco last week? Yeah. Yeah, he's trash. Know. Yes, I <laughs> so, saw him. So, yeah, that, I don't think he's overrated. I, I like but. that answer about Lamar Jackson there. And I think, honestly, even if he was to play this week and somehow come out injured again, nursing this injury he's already got, 
listen, Dak Prescott already got hurt and got the bag anyway. I don't think it's going to really affect Lamar Jackson's outlook for getting paid very heavily. And I think there's many, many teams that would pay for him. Um, so regardless of if he plays or not, they're going to back that Brinks truck right back up to him. And he's going to get a blank check from the Baltimore Ravens or someone else. It, it doesn't I think matter. he's. I think his main thing is he's just looking for that fully guaranteed contract. I don't know if he's looking for the 200 mil. I'm sure. I mean, he's not going to turn it down if they offer, but I think the big sticking point with him is probably the fully guaranteed, which I think we will see a lot of going forward. Right. These players that are really high echelon, they're going to want the fully guaranteed contracts just for security. And they're higher ceilings than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. All right. EJ corrected this to me earlier in our thread. So I will throw this question to him and let him go with it. Is there any chance Tua suits up this weekend, EJ? And you had an answer for me. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like the doctors aren't going to clear him in. Uh, I don't know the thing. Me and my buddy Cha-Cha were talking. We are both thinking like, I think two is done. No, I'm, there's something up with the, It seems like this happened two or three times. I think the doctors are saying, look, man, there's so much going on in the NFL right now. Damar Hamlin now to us and so many concussions. Yeah. I think, I think this is going to be an example for you. You got to probably walk away or be a backup. I, I don't know. It sounds crazy. He may take a year or year or two off. I, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, I think he's done, and yeah, no Tua, no Teddy B, and and you got Skylar Thompson. It's so gonna be a bath, that. a bloodbath. I mean, the GPP in me that would play in a tournament of a hundred and fifteen thousand people, you got to fire at least one or two Skylar Thompson lineups. It, it is so cheap that you can find something in your DFS lineup. So that's where I think, like, yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath, but can I use Skylar Thompson? Maybe. I'm not saying I'm putting him in, but can we? That's the way I think when I do this. I have to at least put him in a lineup and see if it makes sense. Right, and maybe one of your 10, and then you can spend up elsewhere. Oh, definitely. Your buddy Cha-Cha has a comment here. He says, the sport is too physical for Tua. Sorry, but it is the reality. It's better for Tua and his health to not have a long career. Yeah, I mean, those concussions he's got, he got at least on a couple. I know one of them at least. It's not even like he went down hard. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like he was saying, I just, it's not worth your health, man. It's no. not worth, it's not worth. You said went down hard once, twice, three, three times, four, yeah. five. Like, how many times did he go down? Three. Yeah. I'm not trying to pick on him, man. I, no. I, I wish him the best of health, but yeah, this is definitely a multiple time during the season. I kind of yeah. think long-term, man, what this is going to end up doing, and we saw this with DeMar Hamlin's contract, they worked it out with the NFLPA, is more guaranteed contracts as opposed to these ones where you're doing it just based on your performance. I think it may end up long-term going more the baseball route. might be lower-priced contracts, but more guaranteed money in it because obviously they're more concerned about players' health now and them playing long-term, and it's a physical sport, and you saw with DeMar Hamlin what it did and what it's doing for Tua's health. So look for that guaranteed money to go up, I think, over the next few years for all players. And I honestly believe that. 
I agree. And more flags in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Last thing I wanted to cover is just the plethora of firings around the NFL. So obviously Nathaniel Hackett's out of a job. Cliff Kingsbury for the Cardinals is out of a job. Lovey Smith. And there's rumors about Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh going to teams and Sean McVay is flirting with retirement. So, Ron, what about this coaching carousel has surprised you so far? And what are you looking at? I'm still stuck on that Sean McVay thing, man. Like, yeah. I can't get over it. You're 36 years old. Like, I understand coaching is not an easy job. It's a lot of time away from your family and stuff like that. But to do what he did with the Rams, and I'm not even talking about like the success, I'm talking about completely dismantling the future of that franchise to walk away and not take ownership and work through that with the team. It's a pretty shitty move. Like, fuck off. It's really like a dynasty owner trading away all the first round picks to win a championship and then leaving and yeah. then leaving that roster to someone else. Yeah. And I just, I can't get behind when you do that. Like what Sean Payton did is a little different. Like he even, you know, I don't Drew know. Brees retired. No, Sean Payton's was different because Drew Brees retired. But he left that team at salary cap hell. Right. But he stayed there even the year after Drew Brees retired and still worked through it a little bit. Like it oh. wasn't, oh, I had one bad year and now I'm going to retire. Like, I don't know. I can't. As JJ said, potentially he could leave this year, go hang out with his wife for a few years, make some money at Amazon yeah, on the headset, and then end up going to a championship-ready roster. Right, and then destroy that team for a few years. I don't like like the way coaches are starting to do this, and I think it's horrible for the integrity of the game, and I think – they shouldn't be able to do it. Like you're locked into a contract, play out, your, do your contract. All right. You boys ready to get into some uh, DraftKings DFS lineups? Yeah. Let's have EJ school us. All right. Who wants to start us off here? Am I going to be reading one of mine and let EJ tear it apart? Or does EJ <laughs> want to start us off? No, you guys go ahead, man. All right. Ron, you start off then. Oh, shit. Caught me <laughs> off guard on that one. All right. Uh, so, you want to do two or three lineups, Ron? I only made two, but I okay, mean, if we'll y'all start want to do first three, one. that's fine. Go ahead. Um, so, the matchup this week that I've really been targeting is the Minnesota-New York Giants one. I, I feel like that is going to have the most opportunity for – High scoring players, I guess. Is this a Saturday through Monday lineup, or is this a specific day lineup that you're about to? This get? is Saturday through Monday. Okay. All the ones I did were all Saturday through Monday. Right. Um, so I started off. I I took Kirk Cousins at fifty nine hundred. Um, the Giants' defense is middle, I would say. Uh, I I don't want to say it's bad because it's not bad. If we can get the pass rush going, that could cause a problem. But I think. With the weapons that he has, he'll be fine. And at only 5,900, I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, And I paired him with Justin Jefferson because why not? It's Justin Jefferson. He just had a bad week, so he's probably going to have a really monster week. And he had a good week a couple weeks ago when they played the Giants. 
I'm taking a shot on Saquon as one of my running backs. And then I'm going to bring it back with Devin Singletary because Devin Singletary is only 5,500. I think that's kind of low for Singletary with what he's been doing through most of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my other wide receivers, I got Christian Kirk at 5,900, PPR Monster. Um, Gabe Davis, 4,800, hoping for that deep ball. Um, taking a shot on the rookie tight end for the Giants, Daniel Bellinger. Um, a lot of this uh, offense that doesn't revolve around Saquon, a lot, a lot of time it has to go through the tight end. Um, in my flex, I did Tyler Lockett, another 6,000. He's been playing well all year with Geno, and they're going to have to throw the ball to stay in this game. And then I pretty much punted the defense and went with Tampa Bay against Dallas, hoping maybe they can generate just a turnover or something and help me out there. Tyler Lockett's an interesting piece that I didn't throw in a lot of my lineups uh, for this show, Ron. Uh, what did you really like about Lockett? Do you just think that Seattle could potentially be playing from behind in this game and have to throw the ball, or do you just see him as a boomer bust kind of player on the week? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely think they're going to be playing from behind. I think San Francisco should come out and get a pretty decent lead. This is a tough defense to play against, but we've seen it when Tyler Lockett's in the lineup. Geno Smith is a better quarterback, and even if he doesn't get a lot of volume, he should get at least one deep ball, possibly for a touchdown, and that's that's what I'm hoping for. It was really interesting that you said you were going to be focusing on the Giants and Vikings game. There's a little bit of pass bias for me on this one because the high scoring in that game allowed me to win a nine-leg parlay bet. So obviously I'm going to have a little bit of bias in this in some of my lineups. If it's high scoring, we have pass results here. It's going to be hard to stay away from a lot of these players in these lineups. But if you have variety, as EJ was talking about here, maybe getting away from those and potentially having higher scoring games on other sides, maybe you can win a little bit more money in these other lineups. So, I like where you were going with that. Obviously, I'm going to have some Vikings players in my lineups along with a few Giants outliers. So I did like that lineup, well, and I like that you changed it up with Lockett there. Well, yeah, I uh, I was just looking at it. The last time the Giants and the Vikings played, Saquon finished as the RB2 on the week. Jefferson was the wide receiver three. Daniel Jones that week was QB9, like – just oh that was a different lineup hold on <laughs> spoilers <laughs> i can't even find uh, <laughs> you idiot. my guy right now cousins <laughs> i thought i was prepared i lied cousins was qb6 that week okay all so, right you you've saved yourself okay good i hope and i would Ooh, ej are you bringing something up for us over there something statistically that, that- you want us to pull up onto the screen it's it's just Ron's lineup. That's all. Okay, you want me to pull it out of the screen for you so you can break it down? I don't. I don't know how you guys. I don't want to. It's up to you guys. I mean, just like that. Sure, man. Uh, yeah, that's usually how I I do my show. So I don't want to ever insist. I was just showing you that I was listening. Oh, please insist. I have Ron's uh, lineup. But yeah, it's 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 actually a really good lineup. Uh, I can't hate it on it at all. Not at all. I mean, you're doing exactly what a GPP strategy would be. You're looking at 
stacking, yes, you only have a single stack with a skinny stack with Cousins, but you got the proper bring back, I would see. I would say uh, like a goal line package with Singletary or I mean Bellinger and Barkley. So I like that. Maybe uh, Daniel Jones doesn't do any rushing touchdowns. And then you get the Barkley rush and the Bellinger five catches, 50 yards and a touchdown at that price. Yeah. You're getting three, four X. It's really all about trying to maximize your price. But yeah, I'm all over JJ. Um, whenever you guys want to see mine, but uh, I like Gabe Davis. The only thing I don't like with Gabe Davis is if he blows up, Josh Allen blows up. I mean, that's just what it ends up being. That's what we've seen. Uh, He's very, I just haven't seen Gabe Davis blow up without Josh Allen. And I know Josh Allen's expensive and all these guys in the playoffs can blow up. So I respect that. It's, It's hard to pay up for Josh Allen in a game where he should not be behind. So how many points is he going to put up? How is how, how much is Josh Allen going to carry the team on his back? And I understand not playing him. So, yeah, I guess my main thing was, you know, I'm hoping they get up early, then run Singletary a lot. And I'm just hoping that in the path of getting up early, I get maybe a good, even – with with Gabe Davis only being 40, what is it, 48, 4,800. And, you know, it shows right there that he's looking at 11.7 points for the game. I I only need 50 yards and a touchdown. And as we saw with last year, he shows up for playoff games. Yeah, so. Next week when they play a team that can put up points, that's where we saw him show up against the Chiefs. And his price like, will go through the roof. It'll be like 5,500. It's not going to go up like that much. But, yeah, it'll go up a little bit. Uh, nice one-off with Lockett. Um, uh, uh, my hot take is I, I'm i all over the Niners. But, man, if somehow Seattle – you ever see a team lose three times to the same team in the same year? It doesn't happen. Except for the I'm Jets the, against the Pats. Did that happen? Yeah. I'm I know sure the Packers lost to the Vikings. I know Brett Favre lost to the Vikings after beating them twice in the regular season and then lost to them in the playoffs. But, yeah, man, uh, it would be a crazy wrench into the whole playoff bracket if somehow the Niners lose. Uh, it's going to be a rainy game is what it looks like. Uh, Pete Carroll can show up in the playoffs too. So we'll see, man. I'm not, believing, I'm not believing they're going to win, but – the Tyler Lockett play, if they win, maybe maybe it's Lockett that catches a a bomb that Gino Gino's still out there trying to prove that he's a starter for this team. He's gonna try and put up a good game so that the Seattle doesn't look somewhere else. Yeah. That's what well, I he, think. He knows they got that what they got a top five pick now because of the Rams, I believe it is. And he doesn't want them thinking about going grabbing a QB. He wants he wants that job. Absolutely. I may do a Geno, Geno Smith lineup. I, I have to. The, the moment I keep talking myself into, geez, <laughs> if they beat the Niners, I better at least have one Geno Smith. Because nobody's going to play him. He's going to be very low owned. You see Niners, you see defense, and you see plug it in. That's Absolutely. what a lot of people, I believe, look at this. 
and you have to think a little contrarian sometimes if you're going to play big tournaments. It seems like you passed EJ's uh, first test there, Ron. He liked your lineup. I'm pretty good at what I do. (laughs) EJ, you seem to be chomping at the bit. Did you want to give your first lineup? Uh, Sure, man. I'm going to sign. I'm I'm not going to play it. I may play it, man, if you guys don't mind. It's a nice line. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Put it right up on the screen for you. No, I got it. Uh, let's see here. I only did five so far. I want to show you that I'm a degenerate with like a hundred lineups. <laughs> Look at my fucking lineups, man. I got like 800 of them, man. I'm, Which I'm one not. do you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, so here, I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you this Daniel Jones lineup. I'll show you what I think of Daniel Jones. So yeah, let's see it. I heard you guys talking about Daniel Jones, and I'm that's another take. I think that's a 50-50 game. I like Daniel Jones, maybe get a rushing touchdown with this one. The last one was no, no rushing touchdown. So, hey, he gets a rushing touchdown. So that's the way I think. You got to have stories with your lineups. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe you you hit the right one. So, yeah, Daniel Jones, quarterback. I got Bellinger, cheap. Maybe there was one touchdown to him. I did, uh, instead of Christian Kirk, I went Travis Etienne. I was able to go two cheap uh, running backs for net. With I, I would say ETN's a little cheap. Uh, I found CD Lamb in this lineup. Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, like my court, my receivers alone are like really strong, I believe. Yep. And then I found a Bengals player with Hayden Hurst. He did do well against the Ravens. He was drafted by the Ravens. I always love that revenge. I could just see him spiking the ball in the end zone, uh, getting a touchdown at 3,100, double tight end, not bad. And Bill's defense, there's no way I'm not going to play Bill's defense. Uh, it's the lock of the week. So, And I left 300 left over. So that's the way I see it, man. I wanted to get what I like without being too crazy. I didn't want to, like, like not get C.D. Lamb and, like, get someone cheap. I mean, I could. Right. I, I, yeah. What I really like about your lineup there is specifically the Travis Etienne pick there. The Chargers are the worst against the run, and they're not very good against passing backs either. So he could get in a lot of space in the middle of the field, and you could see a lot of yak with him this week. Um, The Chargers have a prolific offense. You could see them move the ball, and the Jaguars could potentially need to play from behind, and he's the kind of running back that you can keep on the field in those kind of positions. So ETN could be in for a very big week. Yeah, what I like about that too is – the Jaguars played the Chargers back in week three and ETN finishes the running back 30. And I think a lot of people are going to look at and maybe get scared off, but they got to remember that James Robinson was still on the team then. And they were still foolishly playing him over Travis ETN. So I think, you know, it could be sneaky if people are looking at their last matchup and not remembering what happened at the beginning of the year. And I like the fact that you stacked the double tight end because one of my lineups is a double stack tight end this week. Yeah, I don't have positive things to say about that one, but uh, <laughs> it's not it's not bad. It's never bad. It's just I'll, whenever you bring it up, I'll talk talk about it. But yeah, man, it's it's all. Oh, about we'll start the, off with it if that's the case. Yeah, I'll just yeah go ahead. All right. So what I've got rolling out here, uh, this one that EJ is going to be a little critical of, it sounds like. Uh, first one is quarterback Kirk Cousins rolling at 5,900, scored over 23 points in that game against the Giants. I believe it was 24 off the top of my head, if I believe. 
Um, he showed up very well in that game. And like I said, I like going off a pattern of history there. And it was a pretty decent matchup there where it was a high scoring game. And he was a nice, decent, decent option there. Pretty cheap to get some higher priced players into my DFS lineups. Uh, where I'm not really liking it, but I wanted to get a running back in with a lot of touches is here with Ken Walker. This is one I'm very skeptical on, but I feel like he was a decent fit for this lineup, and you got to have variety. A lot of people, I think, are going to be afraid to play Ken Walker this week because the 49ers' defense is very tough against the run. But he's talented. He's going to get a lot of touches. With touches, potentially come points and more opportunities. So we'll see if Ken Walker does anything this week. Next running back I've got up on the list is 6,300 is Travis Etienne. As I said, I love Travis Etienne this week. I think he could get in the open field there with the Chargers. There's going to be a lot of space in the middle of the field. They are atrocious against the run, and that is not going to change this week. They're going to continue the bleeding there. Next, I went with all-pro Justin Jefferson at 8,400. Paying down at my running back position and quarterbacks allowed me to spend up here at Justin Jefferson. You can throw him in any lineup. I think it'd be feel very confident about him. Next, I've got Jamar Chase at 8,000. Um, the secondary for the Ravens is sketchy. Jamar Chase is an absolute animal on the level, pretty close with Justin Jefferson there too. So they're going to be the two stars in this lineup, I believe. Then I went with Boom Bust Zay Jones, who could have you 20 points in a given week or zero. It, there's really not much in between with him. He's either getting a lot of targets or absolutely nothing. And then to save a little bit of money, I flexed Isaiah Likely, who scored pretty decently last week. 3,300, he could be a potentially a safety blanket here. And as EJ said, you've got to create stories for what's going to happen in the Bengals and Ravens game, which potentially could be two tight end lineups here, which is why I've got Mark Bangers paired off at 5,200 in this lineup. They both played pretty well in that game, and I'm going off a track record there. And the DST that I'm playing is the Ravens at 2,500 because I have no money left, and I have to play someone. Go ahead and tear it apart, EJ. I mean, it's a good lineup. It's just the story you're telling just – it it doesn't make stance it doesn't make sense from a, a a quarterback correlated to two tight ends. So I I guess we're gonna see a likely five catches, eighty yards, no touchdown. Or how does he maybe Mark Andrews throws a touchdown to likely? I know that's just a joke, but having a quarterback go with two of these tight ends, if these tight ends are optimal, well Mark Andrews can be optimal uh without Huntley, maybe I don't know. I, I don't like if you if you paired Huntley with them, then I would say I see the story. I see what you're saying because I want those Huntley points, and those Huntley points will probably be a ceiling that nobody's. A lot of people are going to be on Kirk Cousins. If Huntley outscores Kirk Cousins, you're already have an advantage over the field, and that's what this lineup should be telling. Playing those two guys. So in your opinion, to improve this lineup, would you throw Huntley in it and potentially move someone higher priced out? Maybe increasing the price on someone like a Zay Jones and getting a higher stack wide receiver there, if that's the story you were going for? Uh, yeah, I would I, I would like to at least see it. All right. Yeah. This is Joe, – Joe's the guy that in our auction draft last year drafted two – he drafted I made a mistake. I was driving the price up. He, he was trying to drive the price up and ended up with both Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and then proceeded to finish last. No, almost last in in the league. In our home league, seventh out of ten. I yeah. was the last run. Hey, I like Zay Jones. I was he was one of my top exposure guys in best ball. 
I love where he's going late in the rounds. Uh, I, I was a Zay Jones fan all year. Um, not hating on it at all. I just don't like the structure. Maybe, maybe Travis, uh, not Travis, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mr. Sunshine would, it would make sense with this lineup. Uh, if Zay Jones pops, didn't he have three touchdowns? I want those Trevor Lawrence touchdowns and ETN can catch balls. I want those Trevor Lawrence potential receiving halfback touchdown. All so right. that's a direction too. Interesting. All right, Ron, give us your second lineup. I'm 100% not ready for that. Um, not like we go in order or anything. Yeah, no, of course not. Why would we? That seems silly. CEJ, anarchy. Absolute this anarchy. Is, this is why it's garbage time. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't care what you guys do. I mean, I respect That's you guys. That's the one I just did. You, you guys do whatever you guys got to do which with what you see and your vision. That's that's what's important. Well, what I see is my phone acting real stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's what I see. All right, here we go. All right. On this one, I really didn't focus on any singular game. I kind of went with just straight who I thought was going to do good, I guess. <laughs> um, I started with Daniel Jones because I needed to line up with Daniel Jones, and I'm full on the screen here, and it's really weird. 5,600, like I said, he finished as the QB9, I believe it was, the last time he played the Vikings. And um, I think they might try to even use his legs even more like he they did last week against the Colts with the two rushing touchdowns. Um, I went spent heavy on Christian McCaffrey because I needed Christian McCaffrey in a lineup. <laughs> as long I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure he plays and I'm pretty sure the defense will allow them to get a pretty decent lead and then focus on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, for 5,700, I did J.K. Dobbins. Uh, since coming back from injury, he is, I'm pretty sure I heard he led the league in rushing, averaging something like seven yards per carry. Um, out of those weeks, uh, he didn't play last week, but the four or five weeks he played, there was only one week he wasn't a QB1. Sorry, RB1. Um, he's just one of those guys I'm, I was really big on going into the year. His injury kept him out longer than I wanted it to. But this play, the playoff run, if they're going to do anything, they're going to need J.K. Dobbins. Um, my wide receiver, my top one, I went Jamar Chase, 8,000. I just love the upside, and he's going to, you know, he's got the potential to break multiple passes for touchdowns. Uh, I got Tyler Lockett in this one too. Same thing, just I feel like the 49ers allow big plays more than anything. So he's got the chance. I went KJ Osborne for the Vikings. A little bit cheaper, 4,500. But he's kind of taken over that secondary role over Adam Thielen. Um, PPR, I think he has a lot of chance. I think this game is going to be close. Um, so I, I think they'll be in a game script where they have to throw the ball 
to continue to stay in the game. I took a shot on Kate Otten for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's just a shot. I, uh, Tom Brady's been playing a little bit better these past couple weeks. And Kate Otten was only 2,800. I'm shooting for a touchdown. That's all. He's only projected for like five points. So if I can get a touchdown, I'm good with it. In my flex, I got Devin Singletary again. Again, I think they're going to run away with this game. Hopefully they feed the rock with Devin Singletary and he just gets a lot of a lot of play, so a lot of production. And then I went with the New York Giants defense. This wasn't simply just a homer pick. The Vikings offensive line is kind of in shambles. They lost their center last week. Um, they've been allowing a lot of sacks all year. And if the Giants can have their four starting defensive linemen with Aziz Ojolari, Dexter Williams, <clears throat> Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, and the rookie cave on Thibodeau, we could very easily get five sacks this game. EJ, what's your thoughts on that lineup? Hey, guys. Uh, he didn't like it so much. Nope. He ran away. <laughs> I mean, it's more of a. It's not bad. You're 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 trying the way you told the story. You just need all these individual one-offs to happen. Besides, yeah, you this is have a lot of one-offs. Yeah, I love this Kate. Is my Ott, straight Kate. boom. This is my straight boom lineup. Like, if all these players hit, it's going to be a monstrous game. Yeah, I'm not hating. I'm more on James Cook, but I don't mind Singletary. We don't know what direction the Bills may actually go. With It could just be 50-50. They may feature some Hines. Maybe Hines earned a, earned, earned a little role in the offense. With Maybe they'll have some designed run. I'm not playing Hines, but I'm just thinking what kind of percentage of snaps are these guys going to get in the first game? Same with, I just look at the strength of these teams. Like, Bengals are going to blow out the Ravens more than likely. Is is this a game you want to bet on Chase? Uh, of course, I'm going to play him a little bit, but I'm just, I'm a little hesitant. I think they could beat, like, I think the, the Bills and the Bengals can beat these teams uh, a little chill. They don't have to, like, have this crazy fireworks from these guys. So it's not, it's never a bad lineup. I mean, and that goes with CMC too. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't mind it. You, you are telling a story and you told it well. So it sounds on. like you liked his first lineup a lot better, though. Yeah. From the way I build lineups, it's the way I see it, it's the direction. If you're aiming for GPP, you want to, Build a, you mostly want to stack unless the quarterback is like a running quarterback, then you know what to expect. So Jones, uh, there's no weapon here with Jones. It's just a naked Jones, so that that's pretty fair. He gets a couple rushing touchdowns, and the Giants get a defensive score. So amazing story that could happen. So I'm not hating it. I just – you need a lot to go right for it. 
you need KJ Hosborn to be the guy too. So yeah, it works, man. Okay. EJ, do you want to do another lineup or do you need a minute? Look like you were getting up to do something. Uh no, nah, I'll share one, man. Cool. I'm good. My wife was just passing by saying something, but it's all good. <laughs> She's good. Uh let me show you uh I'll show you a Josh Allen lineup. I'm not so big on Josh Allen, but I I feel like I want to, if you had to go Josh Allen, if you felt like your heart wants to play him because he could just smash and then they just don't let up the gas pedal. I went Allen. Uh, I I know you, you read it from the top, like quarterback, running back, running back, but the way I saw it, I, I try to tell you the direction on how I built it. And so I thought Josh Allen, I got to throw digs in there and then I'll try a double stack with Dawson Knox. He's, his price is pretty good. So that's where I went with Buffalo with Buffalo. And for the running backs, I chose Barkley and Fournette and I'm pretty high on Fournette. I love the price. I think he's going to get a lot of work. If they're behind, they're going to put their trust in Fournette. I think over Rashad white. So I'm heavy on Fournette. The price check down Brady is his new name, man. I think Fournette can get like eight catches here in this kind of game. And instead of CD Lamb, CD Lamb's like so much. The WRT, the WR2 on the on the Cowboys is 3K. I'll take a shot at Michael Gallup here. Uh it's it's not bad. Uh, so I think he's underpriced, way underpriced. This is in the playoffs now. Gallup should be 4,500 even this week. So to see him at 3,700 is just – I, I got to play him a little bit. And uh, I got Jefferson in this lineup. I love that. And I did Kate Otten. So maybe Brady throws that touchdown that you were talking about, that 12, 13 points. I'll take it here. Yep. And then Fournette has a big game with a Russian touchdown and some catches. <clears throat> but Brady's not optimal. Allen's the 40-burger that we probably should not be surprised if he dropped 40 points. It sounds um, like this would be your Buffalo Bills domination lineup is what you're getting at, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went with the Seahawks defense as a – man, what if they – What it's a rainy game? What if it's a low-scoring game and – they get a couple sacks and they they shake up Brock Purdy. Purdy hasn't had a an ugly game yet. Uh, maybe after this game, people will change his name to ugly. I don't know, man. We'll, but yeah, that's just uh, that's just yeah. you just got to tell a story a little bit. No, I, uh, I I love this lineup. You got a lot of superstars in this lineup too. It's a lot of boom in this lineup. I'm gonna say uh, I looked at Michael Gallup. Um, he only has finished as a he, – he never finished as a wide receiver one all year. Uh, I know he's got C.D. Lamb, but that's still worrisome to me. And most of his games, he was outside of a top 40 wide receiver. He only had three that he played that weren't. He's only been averaging 6.1 fantasy points a game. And I just – I couldn't get behind that. Dak is just hyper-targeting C.D. Lamb. And I don't believe the Buccaneers can stop that. So I, I just, I don't see him getting enough. I, even for the really cheap price, I, I just couldn't get my mind around playing him. 
Okay. All right, you ready for my next lineup? Yeah. All right, so in the second lineup, uh, big fan of Joe Burrow. I, I honestly think I would play him in most of my DFS lineups this week. I think he's a very good price, and I think he's playing angry this year, and I think he's going to go and prove what he's got this year. So I've got him at 6,900 in this first lineup. Um, I paired him off with Saquon Barkley at 7,900. Um, I think Barkley's going to have another excellent game against the Vikings, as I stated, through Travis Etienne in this lineup as well. As I said, I think he could potentially be the running back one on the week going up against the Chargers. Just love what he could potentially do. I paired Joe Burrow up with Jamar Chase. As I said before, the Ravens secondary, I think, is absolute hog trash. And I think that Jamar Chase is going to take advantage of it this week with Joe Burrow throwing him the ball. Um, EJ said there is a little bit of a concern here if they run away with this game early and potentially run the ball. But I, I think they'll hang around long enough to give these two potentially a good game. Then I paid up a little bit for Jalen Waddell, who always has the chance to explode. Love the speed there, too. The Dolphins could fall behind very quickly in this game, and you could be looking at those short dump-off passes to potentially the wide receiver like Jalen Waddell, who could be getting a lot of yards after the catch and maybe break a big play. Um, then I paired off with some cheaper options from the Giants. As we already stated, I think it could be a high-scoring game. Darius Slayton at 4,200. Um, and then I've got Daniel Bellinger at tight end at 3,000. That allowed me to squeak Gabriel Davis, who is a boom bust player at 4,800 in this lineup. And again, another punt at defense with the Dolphins at 2,300. You, did you say another punt? At the, you, put, you picked the Dolphins defense? Is that what you yep. said? Yep. Damn. Told you, punt my DST. I, I get that. That's more than a punt. <laughs> You drove that shit right out of the fucking I uh, did, stadium. but but preface this, there's not a lot of Bills players playing in this, and maybe you just get a little bit of a weird week. It is a little bit of a mix-up. Not a lot of people are going to be playing that, and it allowed me to pay up at other positions. You're I'll tell you this, guy. man. The only way Dolphins have positive points on this roster is if they bench Josh Allen after they're up 40-0. to zero. <laughs> And then Ace Keenum comes in. And throws a pick six or a fumble recovery, and Dolphins get six points because they go for two and don't get it. And that game ends 43 to six. And <laughs> Dolphins get four points. So yeah, there you go. That that's what I see with that. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, if you want to play the Dolphins D, you're 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 begging for punishment there. <laughs> with, Gabe, with Gabe Davis. I mean, I'm not hating on you, man. I just if you're playing Gabe Davis, you are expecting big boom and then down yes. goes the 10 points from the dolphins that you start with. So well when you spend up at the other positions, there's nowhere else I could go but playing them. Especially spending all your money. Uh I think you gotta I don't know man. I I know what you're saying. It's just see this is the thing with this lineup. Rod's it's loving this then you're hating my lineups. Yeah no, it's, I mean, it's really fun for me. No, 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 just keep going. Keep going. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, go ahead, DJ. Does any of your other guys watch uh, JJ? I was hoping to meet him, but maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, don't uh, worry. We'll, we'll do another round of this if you want. I'm sure JJ would love to do lineups with you. Yeah, uh, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah, with, with this, you you did a Mark Andrews and, and uh, Isaiah Likely, but I don't see either one of these guys on this uh, team when you have a Joe Burrow stack. So if you're believing in Joe Burrow and Chase, they're going to put up points. 
then you're also believing that either Mark Andrews or at least likely because you believed in it in the last lineup. So I, I, sh- I would want to see at least one of these guys on this lineup if you believe in a Bengals uh, big boom. So, and then, yeah, that, that's all. I, I know I know you guys play fantasy a little different. Uh, not, 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 not worse. So you, you guys look at like projections and the stats and Hey, if I can get 14 points from Slayton and 15 points from Bellinger, it's good, man. I, I, I respect it. It's we need it's, another variety and different viewpoint. This is good. So lay yeah, it out yeah, there. man. I, I'm not a great DFS player, but I, I just went and played. This, this lineup is one of those lines where you're like, who the fuck put in Slayton and Bellinger and took down a million bucks? Like, what the <laughs> asshole? Did? That that's I, what this I lineup says. And I'm like, it's not the way I would think. It's not the way. Uh, sharp drafters would play these guys. That, that's all. I'm not hating, man. Yes. I'm tr- really- oh, oh, mark it down. 52 minutes and 30-something seconds, JJ. We need that <laughs> clip. <laughs> this, is, the, the, this is not the nah, man, sharp it, drafters. It, no, it, no, no. You said it. It's it's in there. It's fucking live. Everybody heard it, man. But we're clipping that, and I'm saving man. it forever. Okay. You, you know what sound effects playing for that for me? I guess. <laughs> oh, silver platter. I love it. I love it. It's just, man, if you're going to play Slayton and Bellinger, you got to play freaking Daniel Jones. How are these guys optimal without Daniel Jones? <laughs> that's all. And that's why I'm not a DFS player. <laughs> It's all good, man. It, 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 none of it's it's all good. All right, all right, EJ. Hold on. I got a question for EJ here. Sure. When I was making my lineups earlier, and I, I thought about this afterwards because you were talking about, you know, telling a story and everything. Yeah. The Giants' most paid wide receiver right now is Kenny Galladay. No, don't. This man is only $3,000 on DK. There is hey. a chance that he might have earned himself some playing time in the playoffs. That's a catch. nice – that's a galaxy brain play right there. You want to get this guy in. Nobody's going to play him. If he does similar to what he did last week, if he gets the snaps, nobody's yeah. going to go back to him. They're going to be like, he played because the starters were out. I'm not touching him. It's like – That'll be me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's so one of those that, things like I hundred percent understand, but at three thousand, what that's the cheapest it goes, right? It doesn't go any cheaper than three thousand. Yeah, that's the lowest for uh, receivers and so, tight ends, twenty five hundred. I just if he if he earned himself some playing time, yeah, it was one touchdown catch, but it was a phenomenal touchdown catch over Darius Slay. It wasn't like it was some that. scrub he was playing against. Like he, he, I think he went out there and tried showing, like, look. I understand what I've been doing the rest of the year, but I want to be a part of this team. Or was it tied to his contract where he was going to get a bonus if he had one touchdown on the year? No, I didn't he needed see like that in the 72 catches. <laughs> like, might have been an incentive laden touchdown. I saw the I saw the joke as he needs 72 receptions to get yeah. a 250k. Yeah, yeah that was, was a good like, joke. Loved it. All right, EJ, lay down the law and give us your last lineup, unless you had something else you wanted to add to that. 
You know what? I'm gonna show you a Joe Burrow lineup. I'm gonna show you how you do a Joe Burrow. Oh, he loves this guest. Watch him, my ass get torched. I love right, it. Let's see what you. Let's see. But what you know what? I joined. I'm gonna uh, play your lineup tube so that I can take notes. <laughs> and I want I, I want your lineup to do better than mine. I want to see what you did as these double receivers with no quarterback. You, I want to see if I can you, find. You that know what we do AJ? next week. Yeah, what we do is we have JJ on the podcast next week, being the opposing Bears fan, and we'll have a segment called EJ's DraftKings Review where you can just crush the lineup. How does that sound? <laughs> right, man, but then you got to have me back if he, if it does good because it, he, yeah. he saw something that I didn't see. So that's that's always – I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm humble. I'm, I'm trying to play both sides here because I respect yeah. everybody. No, no, you absolutely do not have to play both sides here. That's the point. It's just opinion freedom here where you can just trash the other people's opinions on the other side. That's what we like. You're allowed to have yeah. your opinion here and not feel bad about it. We're, we're trying to do this a little bit different than all the other fantasy podcasts. I hear you. Leave the sensitivity at home. It's all right. So, yeah, man. Uh, so I did Another lineup with Joe Burrow. This is probably one of my lineups that, to me, it doesn't make sense completely, but there is some logic to it. I went with Joe Burrow, and I paired him with Jamar Chase and Hayden Hurst. So there's two quarterbacks on this slate that don't run, really, and that's Brady and Burrow. Maybe there's – is there anybody else that really don't run at all that's playing this weekend? Cousins. So Yeah, Cousins, Cousins is a board. Yeah, Cousin doesn't run. So – Playing, if you feel like Burrow's going to have an optimal game, he should have two of his skilled guys optimal as well. So Chase Hurst, Chase Higgins, Chase Boyd, Higgins Boyd. You can you can play the whole spectrum there. But I went with Chase and Hurst. And then running backs, I did ETN, Fournette, receivers, Jefferson, and Hodgins to go as my WR3. And you can see I have 300 left over once I round out this lineup. And once we, I'll go back to Hodgins to see what else I could do if I can improve it. But man, I wanted to get a correlation. I thought maybe he's the guy. Now you got me thinking Kenny Galladay. If I paid down here, I'd upgrade maybe Mark Andrews and my flex at 5,200. But I'm bringing it back with the Joe Burrow stack. I figured they're going to be optimal. I want to bring back with Mark Andrews. And I went, hey, if anybody has something similar to this with 300 left over, they're not going to pay down and get Seahawks D. So I'm still believing that that could be a narrative. You never know. I don't have any Niners in here. So if I'm not playing any Niners, you got to play Seahawks D. If, if you're going to somehow fade a Niners player, it would make sense to play the defense uh, in my eyes. So, yeah, man, I'm still a little hesitant on it because I don't really like – any Baltimore player plays, but Mark Andrews is like my Tyler Lockett one-off play where they get their ass whooped, but yeah, someone pops. I know I got Seahawks D in here, but it's it's like having Dolphins D, maybe. So what this is code yeah. for is is he really, really hated my Joe Burrow lineup. <laughs> oh, I mean, he ended up showing you a better one, so yeah. That's how I took it. He's like, here, let me here, here, little boy, let me show you how it's done. EJ, I really, really like your lineup because it's got Joe Burrow in it. 
Yeah, yeah, man. I was able to put ETN in there for you. It's all about <laughs> it's all about just trying to I realized early playing, like if I love it so much and when I see that it fails, it's like, man, I put so much energy into this thing and it didn't didn't win me shit. It's like, man, sometimes I I like lineups I don't like. And I don't really like playing Mark Andrews or even Hodgins. I don't like it. I think it's a trap because even though he's cheap, I just but I'll play it because I wanted a correlated piece with Jefferson if he pops. So yeah. Oh, you'll love my last lineup then. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> All right. So what I'm rolling out for my last lineup here is the starting Ron's boy, Daniel Jones at 5,600. Uh, like the rushing upside on him this week. I would probably play him in a lot of lineups. As I said, I, I really like the Vikings and Giants matchup, as I think a lot of people are going to this week. So 5,600 is a pretty decent price. Allowed me to pay up here for Christian McCaffrey, highest priced running back on the week at 8,900. Animal, uh, you can really say about him. Running back, Kenneth Walker, again in this lineup, because I believe a lot of people are not going to play him at 6,100, and I think the volume is going to be there. After that, I've got Justin Jefferson in this lineup as well, 8,400, followed up by Keenan Allen at 7,000, giving a little bit of variety there at the wide receiver position. I next followed that up, win my lineup with wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins at 4,100. Yes, Ron, he is not Kenny Galladay, but I believe he is the better wide receiver there for the Giants, and I've got more confidence in him in this lineup. Next, I've got tight end Dalton Schultz at 4,300. Um, had a very, very good year year this year, and I do believe in Dalton Schultz. In the flex, I'm playing Isaiah Likely again, 3,300, like his price. Like him is potentially basically like a wide receiver there for the Ravens, so I don't really view him as a tight end for them, and I think they could look to target him. And again, punting the defense at 2,300 for the Dolphins. As EJ said, I'm feeling the pain, and I may feel the pain. He does not like it. Who's your WR1 again? My wide receiver one was Justin Jefferson. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's 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 it is what it is. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you 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 have a unique running back playing the two running backs from the same game, and a uh, rainy. I would think Disgusting one of these guys. Game. Yeah, it, it it's not a bad look, and that. I don't like CMC's price, man. There's just so many other firework guys on this on, on these playoff slates. It's and they got Elijah Mitchell back. They like Jordan Mason. I know it's one of those where the Niners could beat the Seahawks without flexing every muscle in their body. So maybe they want to save CMC for it. A little bit. I, but he's going to play, obviously. But They gave up a lot for him. I don't think they're going to rest him. I think they're going to absolutely hand him the ball potentially 26, 27 times in this game. You think so? I mean, I, do. I, I hope so. I'd like to see that they, they have that kind of message they want to send. I think so, they will. Yeah, and then and go on board with it. They'll rush the ball. They'll have the time of possession about 45 minutes. And I guess Kenny Walker will get like eight touches – 10 yards? No, I'm kidding, man. But, yeah, if they just take a big lead I, and you're playing Kenny Walker, it's like how much, how many drives are they going to sustain? Is he going to be able to break a big one? It's just tough to correlate 
the double running back from that game. But go go with it, man. Any other thoughts on that lineup, or uh, you just want to bury Uh, this one on the porch too? No, I like Keenan Allen. Uh, I don't think Mike Williams is. is I don't know what the latest news on him. He's probably going to play this week, but I don't like him coming off the back injury. He's a glass-wide receiver, so look for the volume, I think, to go Keenan Allen's way this week. I think he could have a really good week. I like Keenan Allen. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, having Schultz there, that's – I mean, he's a touchdown guy towards the end of the season once he, once he came back from – it looked like he was – Maybe gonna have an injury that would shelf him like on and off throughout the season, but he did come back. Yeah, it's not not a bad play. But then again, there's they got three tight ends that they like in the red zone, so you could even punt a twenty five hundred dollar Peyton Hendershot if you want and a unique build. I don't know, man. I, it's not a bad look. It, it's definitely just. Picking those like uh, floor projections, maybe, but Something at least like that. You got a skinny stack with Hodgins, so I respect that. Daniel Jones rushes a touchdown, throws two. You have to have JJ Keenan Allen's good. Yeah, and I guess you like likely uh, in two lineups so far. So yeah, play them, man. It sounds like you're a little bit more middling with this one as opposed to, like I said, the second one got buried under the porch and you were schooling me with the first one. So this one sounds like it's a little bit better compared to the other two. So you're seeing a slight improvement. I see a lot of low ownership plays. So what you want to do is you want to play some chalk. I don't know what the projections are. They're not out yet on Fantasy Labs. I don't Mm -hmm. see them. But they have Dalton Schultz as the third highest rated tight end on this slate. They have Justin Jefferson as number one highest. Diggs, Allen, Chase, Debo, Gawain, Kirk, Zay Jones, Lamb. So, yeah, I'd look at these uh, ratings. CMC is the next highest on running back. Barkley, Cook, Eckler. These are guys we all know. Absolutely. Josh Allen, Herbert, Daniel Jones is the third. And they're mostly rating them based on the salary pr- price as well. Daniel Jones should be a little bit more than 5,600. That's definitely – he's going to be probably the chalkiest uh, quarterback on the slate. The only game so in a too. dome. The only game in a dome this weekend, man. Uh, so there's not going to be any cold, any weather, no nothing to affect him. This could be your highest scored game. And this is one of the game I least targeted in bet, playoff best balls like these teams, but man, they may, someone's going to put up some points in this game and they're going to get knocked out of the tournament. So yeah, it's good to have someone from this game in your lineup. Like what you're saying about that. EJ, is there anything you wanted to say to the heckling fandom uh, before I go through my ending spiel here and we get out of here? Uh. <laughs> Hey, guys, uh, keep playing what you like to play. Play responsibly. Um, I think I'm supposed to talk shit. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead if you'd like to. <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't, man. It's not, that's not my backbone. But, yeah, just uh, 
I guess, man, just just play 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 the guys you like. If you like freaking a double a tight end from the Ravens, play it, man. If you want to uh, – I'm trying to think of something that Ron played, so I got to pick on him too. But, yeah, man, you just got to play the guys that you believe and and try it again next week and try it again until, until it's over. <laughs> what you're pointing out here is, is I'm going to be trying again next week. <laughs> sure, man, yeah. All right, well, if you pop back on here next week uh, for the conference week, and I've got some stacks, I'll just fling them all over the screen for you, okay? And yeah. If not, that, and if not, we'll cool, go man. through your review, and you could school me as to what the lineup should have been. You're probably going to score more points than me, man. No, uh, you not. never know what some of these lineups can do, and that, that's what's cool about it. Like Dolphins D, nobody's going to play Dolphins D. So <laughs> if they – if they have a 11 point game and the highest rated defense, which is the Niners, if they only give you like eight, nine points and you got Dolphins D, it would set you apart in a bigger GPP field because you pay down, you got. So it's a what if. It's like a, it's like, I don't know, it's like capturing a, lightning in a bottle, man. Lightning in a bottle, man. And that's yeah. the way I play GPP. Yeah, we'll just call it policy then. Yeah, you got to play ballsy, and that's not a bad way to look at it. You just want it to make sense. If you're going to play Dolphins D, don't play Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is a home run guy. If he blows up, you need everyone to blow up on your roster if you play GPP. If you're just playing the min cash, then I don't think like that, so I don't I don't know how to help in that direction. Right. I look to have a 250-point lineup every time I play. I'm like, I mean, maximum for me, 20 – Every one of you guys. <laughs> you hear that, Ron? All or nothing. That's why you yeah, traded for Justin Jefferson. All right, guys. If you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, make sure to like and subscribe to the show here on YouTube. Thanks again, EJ, for joining us again tonight. Make sure to follow him on his channel, which is Breathing Fantasy Football. Literally, he described it as a vlog, right? Yeah, man. It's I'm not – I don't know how to – do a nice uh, podcast show like you guys where it's very structured and I respect that. So I just, I like to just vlog and just shoot off the hip. I'll play music. I'll, I'll bring my cat on. I'll just, I'll take breaks. I just chilling, man. It's yeah, just like chilling. That. And, and uh, there's nothing wrong with whatever anybody wants to do with sharing their content. So I respect it all, but yeah. That's uh that's all we do at BFFL. We're just anybody can come on, open mic. You can share anything. You can tell me I suck. I get a lot of people that say I suck, and I, I we get that it. too. Yeah, so I I respect everyone. Not everyone's good. It, this is it's a tough world in this YouTube content thing, and and I I respect it, man. Yeah, man. I just so want to I just want to be the first one to to draft a live stream best ball. And uh, smash a million bucks recorded. Well, that, that'd be so insane. That'd be incredible. That that's what I do, man. I I play a bunch of stuff like you guys play in the background. I got snippets. Like if you ask me if I'm drafting Michael Thomas next year, I got a snippet for you, man. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I didn't draft any Michael Thomas this past year. Good, but yeah, good call. <laughs> that's a fair call. Yeah. Now, EJ, but this yeah. is a, this is a riot. We loved getting your opinion on here too. Um, 
feel free to come back anytime. We'd love to have you on freaking next week if you wanted to, too. We'll talk about that off air or whatever works in your schedule, too. Get some more DFS content in the offseason. That was a lot of fun. I love that you absolutely trashed two of my lineups that made in an absolute hilarious night. And I'm very interested to see now what happens with those lineups this weekend. <laughs> and I hope yeah, you're – Go ahead. I got to play him for a buck. I, I have to play him for a little bit just so I could see him on my end too and then be able to give you guys some takes on it. I, I'm going to make you a clip for EJ's reviews next week. How does that sound? <laughs> Whatever you want, man. I'm just <laughs> hanging out here. Uh, I should be here. Sometimes I don't – I'm not good with schedules. But, yeah, I'm more, more welcome to – I'd love to come back we'll, and hang we'll out. custom to your schedule. How does that sound? Yeah, we, oh, we got any set times. Yeah, no, there's not always yeah. set times, and we're always late anyway. So you, again, you're nice. always late. Yeah, real easy when I actually show up, Ron. At least I'm not late. Yeah, that's why he's the fantasy specter, Seymour, because he shows up for Dude, one show a month. You know how many times I set back my stream? I go and edit it sometimes <laughs> five, six, seven. I'm just yeah. like, I tell people, I had a couple people come on before, and they're like, you said this starts 9 p.m. And I said, man, I'm still out. I'm still out at the hanging out, chilling. Yeah. I'll be there when I'm there. Yeah, but that's the way I run it, man. Yeah, no yeah, worries I about mean, it. We bust each other's balls about it, but no, we're ne- we're never right at nine fifteen. It's always about ten or fifteen minutes after, so that's not a big deal. I, I want to be viewed and accepted as a recreational player. I don't want to ever be viewed as share me your analysis and all your thoughts, like. You better help me win. It's like, I don't like that approach. That's not the way I run it. I I don't tell people, like, here's my top five. But I still respect guys that can do it. I just don't know how to stand stand by and tell someone what to play. I'll show them what I play. I show them my risk. I show them my sweats, my own skin in the game. And this is how I – this is what I live by playing the – I mean, I'm not making a living doing this, unfortunately, but it's what I live by with playing these lineups. Yeah. Maybe one day, man. Like I said, we still like the freestyle uh, thought that you brought to it. It was freaking cool, and it was very introspective, and it was nice to have a different opinion on it. It was very unique. We we haven't had an opinion like that on the show. Very yeah, different way got- to think about football. We freaking liked it. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys ever want to do a live draft for yourself or have me help you do a like a best ball draft maybe next year in the in in the summertime if you do a show and you're like EJ you want to do a summer draft at like uh in the middle of July I'll be like hell yeah because that's when we crunch the guys that like your buddy's dad who won the best ball tournament the majority of the sharp drafters that win these tournaments they draft right after the NFL draft mm-hmm. when the tournaments open up they go through and they draft these guys they pull them up the ADP board, like guys like uh, Damian Pierce. He was going like ADP 150 when it came out. He got moved up all the way to like ADP 40, 50. He was was getting drafted in the fourth round by the end. It was insane. But that's the thing, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm open. I love doing drafts, so that's what I do on my end. I'm mostly going to be doing a lot of best ball drafts. And as I'm drafting, I'm just talking about my direction and where I'm, why I'm getting these guys. And yeah, that's what I do. I'm mostly best ball. I'm kind of going away from DFS like lineups Mm -hmm. because it's, it has, it hasn't been too great for me. And I play too, too risky 
and I just haven't hit one, but I'm still going to play it. Until I'm this gonna... week. Now you'll win a million dollars and come out and talk about it. I wish, man. But, yeah, I, I, I like drafting. Drafting is fun, and it's good practice to yeah. see where guys are going. And it's good for your content to be able to see uh, just certain guys come up. It's nice I just to be able to ask other people's opinions, too, and actually see what other people are thinking with it, too, to verify or change what you're doing. Yeah, so all of that's always kind of just part of the art, and it's nice. Yeah, man, it, it's always good to share takes. Like, I saw a guy draft Isaiah Pacheco in July, like June, July, and I was like, who the hell is that? Why are you drafting Pacheco? Like, you found out. And I look him up, and it's like it, it's all good to – see things and then it gets you ahead especially what, what we do here we're trying to uh hit a lineup and have fun playing fantasy it's it's not that serious at the end of the day it's just a hobby but i would like to hit a hit a million bucks That'd be if, sick. with the five dollar lineups maybe one day i i did have a good one in the underdog final i made it to the final 42 players out of six thousand but it was a sophomore rookie, rookie sophomore draft where you only drafted 10 guys and you started five. And this was all season. So you drafted just rookies and second year players. And I was able to find a, a unique combination where it's just a four man draft, just a four man draft. So, yeah, I found a nice lineup with uh, Justin Fields. So JJ's guy there. And, uh, Kenny Pickett. I drafted Kenny Pickett as my quarterbacks. He didn't really do too much, but he was there. He was there. <laughs> he was there to get you to the 42. <laughs> hey, man, I was hoping uh, Kenny Pickett would have made the dance. I was yeah. rooting for them. They would have put up a fight more than the Dolphins. Unless Mike, Mike Tomlin's teams always do. He, yeah, he I was rooting for it. I was rooting for a good matchup. Maybe we could be surprised. I don't think so. I think the Bills – put a butt whooping on kind of like that national championship game that we just oh, saw. If you guys was, watched that. That was oh, just awful to watch. They were eating chicken wings and pizza on the sideline by halftime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't watch college football. I don't follow it, Ben. I mean, I should, but I don't follow it like that. Mm -hmm. But I did go to UCF. I was rooting for my UCF Knights when we went 12-0. and 0. Uh, That was cool. I'm a Liberty Online alum, so I actually follow a little bit of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Obviously, we're up here from upstate New York, so, you know, Syracuse is a big team up here, and they've been absolute hog trash for a long time. So, yeah, college is you, definitely man. not a not a big college football. When you, see, when you say Syracuse, I think of uh, – wasn't there a big basketball – didn't they have a good basketball team? At oh, they have. A they've had a phenomenal basketball program for the last 30 years. Yeah, so it's definitely more of a basketball town than football. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're that's getting pretty cool. – yeah, it is cool. We're getting pretty off track here. So, as Sorry, guy, man. That's, oh, that's no, no, I it's will. absolutely fine. <laughs> we're totally cool with that over here. Uh, guys, if you like what you hear on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, as we said, we're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Tune. In. We are live on Twitch and Twitter. You can leave us voicemails at www.garbagetimeff.com. Make sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Go over to EJ's channel and like and subscribe to him over there, too, and throw him questions. 
I'm sure he would absolutely love the traffic and we would love to give him the traffic too. And again, EJ, thanks for coming on. And we would freaking love to have you on here again. It was an absolute riot, man. So I can leave fandom. Sure, man. Have a great night.